we bless the name of Jesus Christ. We glorify his name for his wonderful grace that he has given us even today. I want to say uh, praise the Lord to everyone that is connected in right now. Everyone that is following Freedom Experience Ministry. I want to appreciate God for you in the name of Jesus. Once again, this is uh, Pastor Dennis Matov of Freedom Experience Ministry. And I'm here to take you into a wonderful div, uh, series teachings concerning this wonderful message that is called uh, experiencing the eternal plan of God in the New Testament. You see uh, this uh, is going to be our wonderful series whereby we're going to go deeper into the truths that are found in the Bible. We are seeing God's New Testament plan the plan that he purposed before even the world was created. This is called his eternal plan, his eternal purpose. You see, uh, God is a, a, a God of plan, a God that has got his own economy. And uh, he has a desire and he purposes to fulfill that desire. Uh, even he purposed it from Genesis to Revelation. We are learning to see those things that we are sown as seeds have been developing through the scriptures and until we reach the book of revelation where we are we shall have the the great harvest and uh, the full development of the seeds that we are planted in the book of genesis uh, in the previous uh, a series we took episode we talked about um, we, we we introduced this wonderful message and we went through several things uh about God's plan. God is dispensing uh, the central line concerning Christ in the Bible from Genesis to Revelation and we saw that uh, the New Testament is contained in the Old Testament and the Old Testament is uh, 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 and the New Testament uh, the Old Testament is the New Testament contained and the New Testament is the Old Testament explained and we talked uh, in detail concerning that we saw the relationship between these two testaments and we needed that because wanted to dig from the ground. We saw the focal point of the shadows, the promises, the types and everything that was uh, in the Old Testament. We discovered that it was Christ. Christ was uh, the focal point of all the promises, prophecies, the types and the shadows and in the Old Testament. In other words, if you did not uh, listen to this wonderful episode, you should check back on our application. You can download Freedom Experience app or you can visit our website at freedomexperienceministry.org To raise these uh, wonderful teachings are uh, replayed on our radios, Experiencing Christ Radio. That is a teaching radio and even uh, we always air them on Freedom Experience Radio. Right away, I want to take you uh, to where we had stopped so that we may continue in today's uh, episode in the name of Jesus. We want to place the Spirit of God for the grace to teach in Jesus' mighty name. Um, today, we want to continue with a wonderful question that says, How can God be dispensed into man and mingled with man? Because we talked about that, that God enters us by dispensing himself into us. And we also talked about that when he enters into us, that is in our spirit, then he mingles with our spirit and we become one spirit. Remember the Bible says in First Corinthians chapter 6, 
verse 17 that he who is joined with the Lord is one spirit with him. So, the question is how can God be dispensed into man and mingled with man? Now, this can be accomplished by only by the triune God being incarnated, living on earth, dying on the cross, resurrecting, ascending and descending. We saw these steps in the process that God uh, in Christ Jesus went through when he came here on earth. There are seven steps whereby Christ had to go through to bring God who is invisible, who dwells in immortality, to come to man. And by this time, we know that the process has even paved the way. Remember Jesus said in John chapter 14 verse 6 that I am the way, I am the truth, and I am the life. In other words, Christ was the way. The way to bring God to man and the way to bring man to God. So in this way, God dispenses himself into us and mingles himself with us by these steps. In other words, he went through incarnation, living on earth, dying on the cross, resurrecting, ascending and descending. So through these steps, in this process, God dispenses himself within man. See, the Bible is so wonderful. It's a wonderful book. We should not stay on the surface of the word. Instead, we should always, as Bible students, we should always see what is revealed in the depth of the scriptures. In other words, we need to see not only that in the Old Testament, Christ is only promised, prophesied, typified, or shadowed. No, we need also to see what kind of Christ is promised prophesied, typified, and shadowed in the Old Testament. We need to come to such a kind of Christ. So we pointed out the other time and we say that uh, Christ is the eternal God who was incarnated, lived on earth, died, resurrected, ascended, and also descended. But we also need to see God's purpose for Christ to be such a one, to, for Christ to go through those steps what was God's purpose? Because we are now trying to find out the mind of God, why we have the book, the Bible, mind of God, why he has saved us. We need to come to the heart's desire of the Father. Hallelujah. So uh, the content of the New Testament is God's New Testament plan, which we call his economy. Uh, it is the entire New Testament and everything that is in the New Testament from uh, the book of Matthew to Revelation. It shows us what is what is planned all about from the book of Genesis. So uh, we see that God's New uh, Testament plan is dispensing of God into his chosen people for the producing of the church. Isn't that why God is working himself into man is that he is producing himself a church. And this has been his plan and we shall come to know why the church in the near future. But you should come to this, at least to this level of revelation that God is working himself. God is dispensing himself into his chosen people, the producing of the church. God's choosing began with Abraham in the book of Genesis. Remember, he called Abraham and said, I have chosen you and began what we call the chosen race. Now, the purpose of the chosen race is that he wants to have a people that are worthy, that are, are qualifying for God to enter into and then produce what we call the church, which is the body of Christ. So, uh, another thing we are going to see is that uh, there are several things that we have fulfilled in the Old Testament. 
In other words, the relationship between the Old Testament and the New Testament is that the New Testament fulfills the Old Testament. When we come to Matthew chapter 1 verses 22 and 23, it indicates that uh, the Bible says that now all this took place that what was spoken by the Lord through the prophet might be fulfilled saying, Behold, the virgin shall be with a child and shall bring forth a son and they shall call his name Emmanuel, which being interpreted is God with us. So the interpretation of the son that was given to us as uh, the name called Emmanuel means God is with us. So we see that the son Jesus brought forth was brought forth by this virgin Mary. It is He was a seed, a seed of a woman that was prophesied right in Genesis chapter 3. So when you come to Genesis chapter 3 verse 15, the first prophecy to man was there. God promised that a seed shall birthed by a woman and Christ comes uh, in the New Testament to fulfill that prophecy so the first prophecy is Genesis 3.15 after the fall of man and uh, the Bible says that after the serpent had worked himself into man God promised that the seed of the woman would crush the serpent so God had to come to fulfill that promise and this promise concerning the seed of woman was that first prophecy in the Bible. And it is fulfilled again in the first book in the New Testament, which is Matthew chapter 1, verse 22 and verse 23. But Paul also goes on to say in Galatians 4, 4, that Christ was born under the law and was also born of a woman. So we see that Christ came known to fulfill the law but also to fulfill the promises that the seed of the woman would crush the head of the serpent. So he came to fulfill the prophecy. He came to fulfill the promises. When we come to the book of uh, prophet Isaiah, you know that chapter 7 verse 14 whereby it prophesies concerning Christ saying that behold a virgin shall conceive and bear a son according to Matthew. When we come to Matthew chapter 1 verse 23 we shall see that the name of that son that uh, Isaiah is talking about is called Emmanuel which means God with us. Now so far we see that in Matthew God has come now to man and is called Emmanuel meaning God with us and this prophecy and promise has been fulfilled and we now see that uh, God has been brought into man hallelujah but remember Jesus spoke some words in the book of Luke chapter 24 verses 25 throughout 27 and even chapter uh, verses 44 46 we see that the new testament is the fulfillment the fulfillment of the Old Testament. Because verse 25 through 27 says that he said to them, this is Jesus, he said to them, oh, foolish and slow of heart to believe in all that the prophets have spoken. It says, was it not necessary for the Christ to suffer these things and to enter into his glory? And the Bible says that and beginning from Moses and from all the prophets, he, Jesus, interpreted to them in all the scriptures the things concerning himself. When we come to verse 44, we see that it indicates that the scriptures included the law of Moses and the prophets and the psalm. And the Bible says in verses 44, Luke 24 
44 he says that he said to them these are my words which i spoke to you while i was yet with you that all these things must be fulfilled which have been written in the law of moses in the prophets and the psalms concerning me now we see that uh, from there he opened their minds to understand the scriptures and he said to them it is written the Christ should suffer and rise up from the dead on the third day. Hallelujah. Now we, are, we now know that the law of Moses, the prophets, the Psalms are what we call the Old Testament scriptures. These are three sections that we find in the Old Testament. And this is what the Bible calls all the scriptures. In verse 27 it means that when Jesus Christ uh, spoke a word he unveiled the entire Old Testament as a revelation of Christ, as a revelation of him. And he says that he is the center of the content of the Old Testament. Meaning that whatever you see in the Old Testament, I am the center. Everything is written concerning me. I am the center. So the fact that the Lord opened the mind of the disciples to understand the scriptures indicates that when we, we need the understanding of the scriptures. And to understand the scriptures requires our minds to be opened by the Lord Spirit through his enlightening. Remember, Paul had to pray a full prayer in Ephesians 1.18. Uh, when you come to Ephesians, you see that Paul took time to pray for the Ephesian church because they had grown in love and faith. But he says that I pray for you that your eyes, that is verse 18, the eyes of your understanding being enlightened, that you may know what is the hope of his calling and what the riches of the glory of his inheritance in the saints. So he prayed for them, the eyes be enlightened and to have understanding as they are reading the scriptures. Hallelujah. So, Romans chapter 1 verse 2 speaks of the gospel of God. The gospel of God which he promised before through his prophets in the Holy Scriptures. You see that even Paul, when he was introducing the gospel to the Romans, he says this gospel was promised through the Holy Scriptures. And here the word Holy Scriptures, now we know that the Scriptures are the writings in the Old Testament. And these were all concerning the gospel. And the gospel was Jesus Christ our Lord. He says in verse 3 that the gospel concerns Jesus Christ our Lord. Hallelujah. It was promised by God through the prophets in the scriptures. Amen. So, this indicates that the gospel was promised by God. And it is a gospel of God. It was not an accident. The gospel was planned and prepared by God that in the right time we shall hear the good news. And the good news of the gospel is that Jesus Christ is Lord. Hallelujah. So, for the foundation of the world, God planned to have this gospel. And so far, the gospel has reached the Gentiles. It has reached everywhere in the world. And we are, it's what we are ministering on the radios. It's what we are ministering on the TVs and every platform we have. The gospel is spreading. The gospel, when it is spreading, Christ is spreading. We are dispensing this Christ globally. So, the Holy Scriptures are from Genesis through Marakai. And God spoke a lot of promises through the prophets. 
And as we are reading the New Testament, we see that most of the prophecies and the promises have been fulfilled. Praise the name of Jesus. So come with me to 1 Corinthians 15 verse 3 and verse 4. The Bible says that, uh, this is Paul, he says that, For I delivered to you among the first things that also I received. It says that Christ died for our sins according to the scriptures. And he continues to say that, and that Christ was buried, and that he was been ra- he has been raised on the third day according to the scriptures. So we see that Paul emphasizes that what Christ fulfilled in the New Testament, his burial, his death, his living on earth, was according to the scriptures. And we know now the scriptures are the Old Testament, from Genesis to Malachi. So we see that Christ's death for our sins, his burial for our termination, and his resurrection for our germination with life took place according to the prophecies of the Old Testament. I can give you several verses in the Old Testament. I'll give you a few of them and uh, you, you read in your free time. There are several verses in the Old Testament that prove that Christ's death was for our sins and his burial was for our termination and his resurrection was for our germination. Hallelujah for that. When you read Isaiah 53, verse 5 to 8, you can get a, uh, some of uh, the writings about Christ. Isaiah 53, verse 10 to 12, Psalms 22, verse 14 to 18, uh, the book of Daniel, chapter 9, and verses 26. Then Isaiah 53, verses 9, Psalms 16, verse 9 to 10, and even Hosea chapter 6, verse 2. Now those Old Testament scriptures, they prove that Christ was fulfilling the scriptures. Now, so far we see that these three matters are basic matters among the first things of the gospel. In the gospel, there is facts that Paul talks about. He talks about Christ's death, Christ's burial and Christ's resurrection. And so far we know that his death uh, delivered us from the sin, his burial terminated us, uh, and, and we are terminated, you see. His burial, then his resurrection germinated us. And uh, I, I believe I'll have time to explain that in the near future. Praise the name of Jesus Christ. So, you see that the Old Testament is fulfilled in the New Testament. And as a Bible student, you should see that um, a lot of prophecies in the Old Testament have been fulfilled. For example, there is this one in the book of Micah, chapter 5, verses 2. It says that, But thou, O Bethlehem, Ephrata, though thou be little among the thousands of Judah, yet out of you shall he come forth unto me, that is to be ruler in Israel, whose going forth have been from old, from everlasting. You see, the one that Micah is talking about is Jesus Christ. But the scripture says the going forth of this Christ is from old and is from everlasting. Now, you see that this prophecy in Micah chapter 5 verse 2 is fulfilled in Matthew chapter 2 verse 4 to 6 and even in the book of Luke chapter 2 verse 4 to 7. And we see that uh, these are uh, fulfillments from the Old Testament. But we need to see something deeper concerning the New Testament as the fulfillment of the Old Testament. And when we, we get something deeper or we get a deeper understanding of the fulfillment of the New Old Testament in the New Testament, 
we will begin to see that Christ came not only to fulfill the prophecies. Christ also came to fulfill God's eternal dispensation. Because it would take me nothing for God to come to fulfill what man a prophet spoke and then that is done. No, there was something more. Christ did not, not only come to fulfill the prophecies but also to fulfill God's eternal dispensation. And the eternal dispensation is that God is dispensing himself. God is administering himself into his chosen people for the producing of the church. Now this God dispensing of himself into his chosen people was promised. It was prophesied. It was typified. It was shadowed in the Old Testament. And it was fulfilled by Christ um, in, in the coming uh, in the when Christ came in the New Testament. Praise the name of Jesus. So we see that Christ can uh, not only merely came to fulfill the prophecies concerning his birth, his death, his resurrection, but also Christ came in particular to fulfill the promises fulfill the prophecies, to fulfill the types, the shadows concerning God is dispensing. God is dispensing himself into chosen people for the producing of the church. Now, until you come to such an awareness, you might miss what God is doing in the New Testament and what is the plan of God. So, uh, that's why I encourage you to keep with us so that we go through together this wonderful series of teachings concerning God's, experiencing God's eternal plan in the New Testament or even in the entire Bible. Praise the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. So, uh, child of God, I want to uh, now continue to talk about how these seeds in the book of Genesis have been developing until the reaping of these seeds that were sown in the Old Testament. The reaping is in the book of Revelation, remember. So the New Testament is the developing, development, and is also the reaping of the seeds that were sown in the Old Testament. It was as if the Old Testament was a ground whereby seeds were sown and they kept on germinating, growing, developing, and the divine revelation began to develop. Remember, it is said that the divine revelation in the Bible is progressive. You cannot say that revelation comes just once and it is done. No, it keeps on developing and progressing. That means that the revelation in 19... Uh, 90 is different from the revelation of today in 2023. It is, uh, there is a progress in the revelation. This is not the way our fathers used to teach the word of God. There is a progress. There is a revelation. This is not the way our, our, our fathers in the spirit, in the Lord, used to see such revelation. So that means that there has been a development of the revelation because uh, it is progressive. Hallelujah. So, we see that uh, the, uh, the, 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 the revelation is progressing, but also the divine revelation in the Bible is developing. You should know that there is a development from Genesis to Revelation. There are a lot of things that have developed. Things you could not understand in Genesis, at least you could understand in Exodus you could understand at least in Joshua in Deuteronomy you could understand by the time you reach 
uh, the, the histories in the Bible. You could understand when you come to the book of Matthew. Then you could get more development in your knowledge and revelation by the time you come to the episodes. And by the time you finish up, uh, you finish uh, up until the revelation, you know what is God's uh, mind from Genesis. Hallelujah. So, we see that these seeds of truths are sown in the the book of Genesis and if you are a student of the Bible you begin to see that uh, these truths have been sown in Genesis and now they are growing throughout the scriptures praise the name of Jesus you should also understand that growth is a matter of development where there is no development we cannot say that there is growth because if you planted a seed it has got to develop to something else by the time it comes out in uh, by germination then on those uh, leaves or the blade there is change it proves that there is growth that change is what we call development a, a, a first a seed is sown into the soil and then that seed grows and while it is growing the same seed is developing other other parts and after it becomes a grain that which was a grain of wheat sown into the ground it grows and then develops until it eventually brings forth many grains and that's when, like, for example, when wheat is ripe, you see that that is the reaping of the harvest of that which was planted. Praise the name of Jesus. Now, this is the same as the divine truths in the Bible. They are sown as seeds. We cannot stick on seeds and remain on seeds. Like when a person comes and keeps on uh, preaching the Old Testament without seeing the development in the New Testament, you are missing something. Praise the name of Jesus. These seeds have already developed from the Old Testament and they are now, you see the development in the New Testament. That means that you cannot stick with the Old Testament without seeing a vision in the New Testament. Hallelujah. So, by the time you come to Revelation, there is a harvest. There is full development. Remember the Bible says in Revelation chapter 14 that talks about uh, the vision concerning the reaping of the ripened harvest. It is important for us to see that whatever is sown as a seed in the Old Testament is developed in the New Testament and is eventually reaped as a harvest in the Revelation. Hallelujah. Now we bless God for uh, each one of you that is still following and listening um, in uh, even right now. God bless you. I want to encourage us that as we continue to study the word of God, we should have such a vision to help us to see what God wants us to see in the name of Jesus. This time I want to stop here and I trust God that we shall continue. Um, we shall continue with our uh, next episode. But I trust God that you have been blessed and I pray that the spirit of revelation, the spirit of wisdom continue to work mightily in our lives especially in these end times. We are talking about God is experiencing the um, experiencing God's New Testament plan, experiencing this wonderful plan of God in the Bible. And we are seeing uh, in details what is the eternal plan of God? What is what is God doing? Praise the name of Jesus. Because you might be here on earth and you think that when I get saved, it is done. But remember, the one that saves you has a purpose. And we have got to find out his purpose. He loves it when we discover his mind. 
say he said we have the mind of Christ so we should think and we should see we should have such a thing take more time to study the word of God in this light and you will see light in the mighty name of Jesus once again this is Pastor Dennis Matov all the way from Freedom Experience Ministry Kampala Uganda I want to encourage you to uh, number one to download our application Freedom Experience app can get it from google play store and very soon we shall put it in apple store but also you can visit our website at freedom experience ministry dot org you will visit that website you will go to other websites like the radio website the tv website you can even watch us on our tv you can get our tv application in google play store freedom experience tv uh, why are we doing all this we are dispensing christ we are spreading Christ globally and we know that if you come out and follow us you your life will not be the same again we play we bless God for those that are supporting those that are standing with the ministry financially in case you want to donate by the way you can visit our application freedom experience app donate button or you can visit the website freedom experience ministry.org then you donate from there in the mighty name of Jesus. I want to pray for you that we catch up even next time. In Jesus' mighty name, be blessed and bye-bye.